0: You're listening to the GD Podcast, the official podcast of Gaming Dads. Legends in game, heroes at home. What's up everybody, it's Mike, Matt, and Clay for the GD Podcast. And
1: I'll chime in every time I've got something boring to say.
0: And we are talking today about Gaming Dads.
1: The adventure begins have you guys seen the video from fender of them doing the game of thrones um thing <laughs> yeah
0: stuff? like eight different guitarists lined yeah up. <laughs> that was
1: that awesome was, brilliant. That was pretty great have you seen the side video to it where they talk they actually demonstrate they go through the each guitar so they've actually oh, made oh, it no. no 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 they've made it that's what that's what they're, that's what the whole thing is actually showcasing is the showcase that became uh, the, the song became more visible, became more uh, right. viral than the actual thing. But the precursor to that is they're showing, they've designed four different fenders for each of the houses. So the red and gold one is the house Lannister one, the gray one, at, which has like wolf insignias and shit all over it. I'll send you the link later, man. But if you like your guitars, man, yeah. they, they've got like four, they're four one of a kind guitars. And that's what they're playing in the... In that actual video they're playing oh, that's awesome all these all these howls of of whatever uh fenders yes, hearing that made me want to watch game of thrones again but i don't have the time <laughs> to commit to that nah, it's wicked man i love i love a good guitar sound what's your favorite in-game what's your favorite in-game music especially like because i know you like you like your guitars what's what's your what's like oh man the the thing that is like to you is like really epic there have been some real epic uh like gaming music scores for me overall
2: it's probably skyrims okay like this there's one that i used to play to uh my kids you know like so you know when they were still in my inside my wife and i'm playing <laughs> music to them um <laughs> and um, i'd play streets of white room but i found a loop on youtube that has it playing for like an hour and it's a beautiful i use it to send elsie to sleep as well cause she was a nightmare for sleeping but um it's like nap time bar right is there. something i love hearing on guitar um one winged angel from ff7 the boss battle music from ff7 as well that's really fun to play on guitar but my favorite music overall is Eris' theme but that's a very slow and sure thing it's not epic and <sighs> raw but yeah yeah they're my favorites
0: I feel like it's cheating for me to just say any Star Wars game because it's John Williams. Um, <laughs> no, you know what? Of the of definitely of the past couple of years, um, there are some classics. Like I definitely Final Fantasy Seven comes to mind, uh, but I don't know how much of that is just nostalgia and how much of it I really. But it was it was really good for what for the the the, the music that the game needed. Anything you by Uematsu. Um, but Ghost of Tsushima. That whole soundtrack the the background music, I know it's a playstation exclusive, so but there's like the there are songs that you can learn when you you know you get and you get an instrument, you get a, a flute, and then you can find all these different songs in the world, and like they're just these small little motifs and they're so beautiful, but throughout the whole game, there's just this underscore bed of some of the most beautifully orchestrated music so i i don't know it's it's not really like driving but but it does like you know you get into the coda drums and shit when when you're battling and it's um it really has that like kurosawa feel i mean on purpose but um cinematically it's that that is a fantastic score i'm trying to think of what else i've enjoyed that's red dead hasn't a, a lovely one actually yeah red Dead there's is some great-
2: unexpected artists in that um what's her name uh Bjork. Or Bjork, however really? you want to pronounce it. Yeah, she's one. I believe so. Correct me if I'm oh, wrong. God. I'm pretty sure she was one of the artists, and because um, it was quite unusual, the lineup they had from. Um, I didn't know that. Mm, yeah, you wouldn't expect it, but.
0: Yeah. No. I, I was. I was sure there was some hidden artists in there because of the the same thing. The, the little guitar tracks and things. Yeah, mm. that's. I feel like Red Dead is is pretty nice and subtle too. Like it does exactly what it's meant to do, which is create this. This world and this environment for you to exist in Mm. and you kind of get lost that's what i was surprised when you said that at some point you turned the music off and i was like
2: because i played it to death man i was was sick of hearing it and
0: (laughs) yeah no i i get that i re-enabled it the other night though and i'm like yeah yeah this is lovely Mm. Yeah, there's there's stuff that really hits the nostalgia bone hard. Like I was talking about Ninja Gaiden the last time we were chatting and I'm playing that on the Switch and there are songs like in the cinematics that I'll hear and I'll be like, oh, I remember what happens next. And it's because, <laughs> it's because the music has triggered this like memory in my brain. Oh, I remember the next part. This is the stage with the, you know. So, but again, I don't necessarily think that's a, it's not necessarily a great score. I would uh, say Undertale. Undertale, I have not played that either. Undertale either. has
3: some like very poppy, very reminiscent NES style soundtracks. Um it plays on the Contra soundtrack a little bit. Nice. You know, um and it kind of pulls from that a little bit. Um it also pulls for Journey to Cili- Cilius if you've ever played that game on the NES. Um no. it's a little side scroller. Um, but yeah, it's very, it pulls it home, but it does it in a modern
0: kind of techno pop way. Okay. Yeah, there's a couple of, um, oh Jesus, I was gonna say, there's a couple of games where I've been really, I really dig the original music that's been created for it. Like, I think, the, I think Grand Theft Auto is amazing. I because it's it's so there's so many of the stuff is is it's so tongue-in-cheek but it's also so spot-on you know they're taking the piss out of almost every corporation and every you know superficial staple about the west coast of the united states you know and it's it's the the radio really reflects it from the talk show stuff all the way to the music so that's that's like overall a really impressive and um uh, uh immersive soundtrack yeah. i wish that they would update that over time i wish that they,
2: they had new songs on there and they had new in- interviews and just knew everything cool. like a real thing
0: you used to be able to to download music onto your xbox when you were playing vice city or one of them and yeah. you could lift, you could make your own yeah. mixtape on the radio it had the little cassette icon oh, for the, the radio station when you wanted to play your you know your um your music folder. That was the annoying thing for me with
2: um PlayStation, despite being a PS fan. That on PS3, the only game I came across, there might have been more than one, but hmm. <clears throat> if there is, it's it's rare. But wipeout HD, you could um I believe it was that you could use music from your hard drive. But generally even today, I mean I haven't got a PS5. I don't know if they've changed that, but yeah it's something that irritates me that you can't just upload your own music to it. Um, I guess it's an anti-piracy thing maybe, who knows. It would be nice maybe if you could link it to a Spotify or something so you could do it legitimately
0: So I know you can listen to your Spotify while you're playing on the PS4 mm. at least, so you can make you the playlists can. and listen to it, which is kind of nice I, I think that yeah, it was it was really nice to, to have the Xbox having that ability because it made it made driving around. You could actually I made mixtapes. I mean, I was a music guy. I'm a music guy. So I've already making mixtapes and I would make <laughs> mixtapes to drive around in Vice City, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, God, yeah. I'm trying to think, you know, I I had a PS1 and a PS2 my ps2 oh god it wound up in somebody else's possession you know it was one of the situations where like we moved out of the apartment and i never got the ps2 back so what that's how i got my first xbox because the ps2 wound up with an x oh it's all coming back to me now oh now i'm, I'm sorry serious. this doesn't no, sound it's a good story no, it's okay. I'm just gonna say right here. I'm so sorry. <laughs> we, we don't have to go into that part of the story, but it was <laughs> I since the Xbox was brand new, and I had a couple of friends who were getting one. That's when I jumped ship, really, from Sony to the Xbox originally. And I got the Xbox, the Xbox 360, and the Xbox One. And I only just recently came back to to Sony with the PlayStation 4. So I have a story about my PS4, and the reason why I call it the secret PS4. So I,
3: <laughs> I was. Did you hide it in your prison wallet?
0: I did, sort of. I hid it. <laughs> I hid it in my music studio, um, which is which is like a, a, a you know a musician's prison wallet. Um, yeah. <laughs> sometimes it's good, and sometimes it's complete <laughs> shit. <laughs> what comes out of here? <laughs> um, so so yeah. So the secret PS4 came about because um, I I had an Xbox One and it was in the, you know, I, I was, I was married, I'm divorced now, but I was married. We have two boys. And, um, when we were together, I had the Xbox one in the downstairs room and like the kids would play it sometimes. And, um, I, then this, this game came out, I guess it was 2000, I guess it was 2016. This game came out that a lot of us know it's called no man's sky. And I was so enthralled with, the concept of No Man's Sky and I wanted to play it so bad. First of all, I did not have a computer good enough to play it. And I knew there was no way that spending, I think it was $299 to get the, the you know, decent PlayStation and a controller and all that stuff. I knew that wasn't going to fly. So I put it on my credit card. I totally snu- <laughs> I snuck out. I bought a secret PS4 and I put it in my recording desk, like kind of in the stacks with with other things, so that it just kind of disappeared. It just looked like a black box, and then the controller went in my drawer and you there was no. <laughs> so like she, I feel kind of <laughs> bad saying it now. But so she would go to bed and I would come down to the studio and I would turn on the secret PS4 because it was plugged into my computer's monitor. I did have a shitty computer. That i was recording with but so i would just plug hdmi into the monitor and i would play no man's sky and then i got like the uncharted series because i never got to play them and i got last of us because that was a playstation exclusive and um you know that's so that's just kind of how i i wound up with a ps4 um not too long after that we got divorced uh and (laughs) <laughs> it wasn't. Did she discover your secret? Yeah, it was Sony's uh, fault. This is the last straw. Oh, Sony's fault, <laughs> and I'm suing them. No, we, you know, <laughs> we, we had, you know, we had a rough, um, we had a rough marriage. We had a rough partnership, just the two of us, and it was, it was. we we, we're better friends than we were partners and um, it just was coming to a head. It just happened to be coming to a head, but yeah, in a situation where you're buying a secret PS4 alarm bell should be going off. You should know that something's just a little bit. (laughs) So anyway, as we split up, separated, officially got divorced. I moved out, you know, didn't want to stay with friends too much. I wanted stability for the, for the boys. So I got a small apartment and I had the PS4 and I left the Xbox there at her place because I wanted them to have, video games still when they were there and i had the playstation and so getting online ps4 is is actually kind of how i discovered gaming dads because around i guess it was later in 20 when did red dead come out was it 2018 yeah but during this time of being you know single dad when i didn't have the kids on the weekends i would i would load up Red Dead, and I would, you know, drink and go shooting, and you know, chase people in the posse, and you know, it was it was like my my getaway, and uh, you know, just kind of wound up wound up running into people online in Red Dead that were all part of the gaming dads community group because you know we would we'd start talking and we'd start rambling about you know kids and and whatnot, and uh, I think it was actually Web who was the first person that I that I came across in online, who was pretty consistent about playing. And we got to know each other and we got to hanging out. And I think he was probably the first person that introduced me to you, Matt. And was like,
2: I I need to thank him then. Cause all this time I thought it was through
0: elite dangerous that you got to know. Genuine yeah,
2: people. I didn't realize it was red dead.
0: Yeah, no. So elite actually came by later. You recommended elite for me. You, um, uh-huh because you knew that what just at some point we got to talking about how I was a Star Wars head and I missed, you know, those kinds of games and I, and I remember asking you about it. Um and you recommended it and you warned me, you know, that it was not necessarily a, a an easy game to no. get into. It's not an easy game to recommend. It's a
2: simulator before it's a game, very. much. Right.
0: Yeah, yeah. And uh and I love it. So I'm I am grateful to you for introducing me to that, but no, it was totally uh, like Red Dead is probably the first random online play i had ever done like i played online battlefield and and call of duty and stuff like that but i always like got in a party with friends and then we went and did online multiplayer red dead was the first time i ever wrote out solo online and was like hey man who you like i was doing the role play thing i was yeah. i was the professor rolling around Howdy, like, riding with other posses and all that <laughs> kind of stuff and wound up with the regulators did
2: you did you come across web in uh, like a random lobby or did a friend of a friend hook you up
0: no no he was (laughs) he web introduced me to to luis was part of that whole group of gaming dads that were going out riding and then then eventually you because i remember web web i think is the first person that invited me to the group but then when i joined it at some point we were riding around and you were like yeah this guy this guy hot dogs the one who started it and I was like, "What hot dog?" And he goes, "Yeah, this is this is Matt. Matt's is so Matt's PS4 name is Hellraisen Hot Dog, and so that's, <laughs> that's the, <laughs> what the gamer in the tag." World.
2: <laughs> I thought you knew Clay. No, oh, I, I can tell you the story. That's a story in itself about how that came about. Oh, that's yes. a funny story. I thought
3: mine was interesting, but dear God. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's what's everyone's
0: gamer tag now? I want to know. Well, so, I'll
3: tell my story about the the gamer yeah. tag
2: when it comes to me.
3: Okay, I, so. So my gamer tag is Lord Cranslinky on Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> um, we were not high. I was 17. And I, so we're, my, me and a buddy are driving to go see my wife play basketball. And it's like a two-hour drive um, from where we were to go see her play basketball. So we're up there, and we're just chit-chatting and driving in his car. And, you know, I had an old, bad gamertown like i want to change and he's like you know they're putting fucking cranberries in everything you know you got cran apple you got crayon orange juice you got you know and out of nowhere one of us goes cran slinkies and we just start laughing because it's one of the dumbest fucking things anyone has you know we've said that night and so we're busting and then i just pop back yeah that's fucking lord cran slinky to you motherfucker and he just starts busting back so it's stuck
1: so i go by
3: yeah, so I, I, and it stuck. So, like in game, people would be like, "Lord Cran, Cran Slinky, It's Lord Cran Slinky, your Lord and Savior. Um, <laughs> you can call me Lord, um, but I go by Slinky Man, um, is what people refer to me as. But yeah, so that's that, that's what I am on Xbox, where I am most of the time.
0: Nice. Yeah, my Xbox tag was Revenge Addict, and I got I created that during Halo. Because we would oh, okay. play we would do land matches during Halo and uh I they started calling me Revenge Addict. This was before I had like an online, you know, presence on Xbox. And so uh because if you killed me in a match, I was coming for you. I didn't care about the objective. I didn't care about what hill we needed to take next. I was like, where is douchebag 69? Because he's my target. <laughs> like, <I'm, laughs> I am fucking after him now. So Revenge Addict was my gamer tag for a really long time. I just I just changed it to my mic is on, which is also my PlayStation ID. So now it's, it's my mic on, my mic is on. So, so, yeah, tell us, tell us about El Raisin Hot Dog, Matt. Okay. Because well, I think I know the story, but I definitely want to hear it in its entirety recorded for the archives. Yeah,
2: yeah it's, it's a funny one. <laughs> um, so, go back to the PS3 days. Um, one of the launch games of the early <laughs> games was some... <laughs> it was a, like a Mech Warrior kind of game. And I com- they had really strange names, like the things you fought on there. So I combined a few and it began with the letter X and no one could pronounce it. I think I pronounced it like Zayma Zigda. something like that. <laughs> Zayma Zigda, oh. tentacle porn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I stuck with that and eventually I got what well, I thought one new one. I'm writing that and, down. And um, I way. was playing, Hitman. <laughs> I was playing Hitman. And um, so I went with agent. I thought I need agent something I in <laughs> agent 47. Um, for those who don't know the main guy in Hitman, He's, his name is Agent 47. Anyway, so I went with Agent, and I was watching some documentaries on YouTube, and I came across one about Ancient Egypt, and I'm really into that kind of thing. So it got to a part where it was talking about the goddess Isis. So I went with Agent Isis. Now, at the time, that, that word wouldn't have aged was, was well. not a naughty word. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> we're from the
0: future, too. Exactly. So that was a bad idea
2: it was it was fine it was innocent no one ever batted an eyelid but sure. then the whole isis thing came around oh, and time for a name change <laughs> yeah because i thought I, I got really paranoid i didn't realize at first it was till i saw stuff on the news about it then i logged into my ps3 and then my name pops up <gasps> in a minute oh this looks my really god suspect, so i need a new one i deleted the email i deleted the account i thought i don't want the
0: fbi knocking at
2: my door so you know, especially because I was playing playing Call of Duty a lot too. You know, that's done a good look. So yes,
0: you were training. Oh, Great, thanks. Yeah. You were so training. I, thought, right, I really
2: need <laughs> something cool and funny. I wanted something funny, and um, and I had a plate of hot dogs, and <laughs> I was <laughs> I was watching some some stuff on YouTube again, and then we got to the end of it, and I finished eating. them. I was like, right, I want to go raise some hell on GTA. So hell raising hot dog, there we go. I made it and stuck with <laughs> oh, it ever God. since. Um, so I you think,
0: w- did.
3: Did the hot dog finish though?
0: <laughs> <laughs> A whole plate. This man can handle. Hey, yeah.
3: I, I ain't gonna kink shame. I'm just gonna say I'm surprised you can still talk. <laughs>
0: Uh that's awesome. Well I'm glad I hope it I hope it sticks because that's the kind of I'll never change it. I'll that's never the change gamer it. Tag I want to keep around.
2: Whenever people in the group um make say I-, I need a new gamer tag, I'm looking for suggestions. I say, Right, here's mine. Use this Damn. format. So another one I came up with someone was nipple tweaking taco,
0: for example nipple tweaking taco
3: is that a yeah. is that a position or it
0: like if you want it to be like, yeah <laughs> we can make it an official gaming dad's sexual position everyone your homework <laughs> is to do the nipple tweaking taco before the next episode yeah <laughs> then we'll all describe how we did it and we'll vote on which is the real one
3: <laughs> all those lonely guys out there that's right <laughs> i did no. it by myself oh god that's
2: all right. you can you can
0: tweak your own nipples that's for sure <laughs> Oh, man.
2: So, so Cly, how did you come about Gaming Dead You recommended or did you
3: just stumble across it? Um, honestly, I was thrown into it without a choice. <laughs> Good. I was literally just like, a buddy's like, hey, I added you to a group. And he, I'm like, what? And he's like, surprise, motherfucker. Um, <laughs> and uh, no, so uh, a guy named Micah Dunn. Um, uh, and he, uh, he's like, hey, I found this really great group. Uh, I think it's right up your alley. I'm in it, you know. Um, and so I joined, and like I was a lurker for a long time, um, mostly because like I didn't understand it. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because it's like there's gamers in here. And I came from a, a culture of gaming where if you talk about the wrong console on the wrong side of the street, mm. You know, like it's shit's gonna devolve quickly, um. <laughs> you know, and so I'm like, I'm just gonna see how it goes, um. You know, and, and of course I witnessed the 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 what is it the 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 PC versus all wars and right crap that devolves in there and everything. But mostly, I just saw like this is just a community of people who are trying to do the best they fucking can. Yeah, like that's all they're trying to do. Um. Because, like, it is about gaming, I saw, but it's, I felt more, more, this was Guy's way to talk in code.
0: Okay. And
3: that's the reason I stuck around, like, Guy's are using game speak to, I need help, I need this, what do you think about, you know, it's like, it was kind of this cloak and dagger type of speak, um, a little bit, not always. It's like a
0: thieves cont.
3: Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Like, there was a little bit of that there, and I found that really interesting, um, and then all the jokes about Minzer—that's
0: um, <laughs> why I stay around. You know, around,
3: you know <laughs> um, and so—and I honestly thought it was American-operated, but no, I was thrown in. I just stuck around, and it—it's—I don't know. It's proven to be really, really fun. I don't post much. I, every once in a while, I'll post about trying to get people to play Overwatch, but obviously, <laughs> no one plays Overwatch in the entire site.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, it's—that was definitely one of the things that that drew me to it. I'm not, I'm not a member of many communities on Facebook. And so so when a group pops up, like if it's something that my friends have started or something that, you know, they would like support for, I'm there, man, I'll join it. I'll comment if it's relevant. If the content's boring, I'll just hide it, but I will never unfollow you because you need those numbers. But I very much enjoyed having a place where it felt like it was okay to, to talk about more than just gaming. And yeah. like I didn't at first. It was just like gaming dads was a gaming centric place. And and I was I felt it felt good that nobody was gonna, you know, I didn't have to argue about which system was best. Because here I was started on a Nintendo, switched to PlayStation, switched to Xbox, then bought a PlayStation, and now I'm looking forward to building a, a PC. Yeah. So and I own a Switch. Well, okay, technically it's the kids' Christmas present, but <laughs> it's not. It's it's it's, it's <laughs> I own the dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it was just nice to have a place where, um, you know, g- gaming might have been something that connected everybody, and and obviously, parenting is something that connected everybody, and it it felt like you, um, you know, I, I was worried at first that it was going to be kind of a boys' club. And for, you know, lack of a better term, it was a place for if you were a gamer and you were a dad, then this is where you come from. It wasn't about no girls allowed. It wasn't about no moms allowed, even though, you know, there's there's no moms allowed. It, it, it just felt it felt like the only two things that needed to define you was gaming and dad. And however you define gaming, yeah. that's you you bring that culture to the group and however you define dad like are you are you the biological father are you a stepdad are you a boyfriend that takes care of you know your partner's kids you're a dad period and that I liked that was my first impression of it when I really got to dive deep into some of the posts and the things that that Matt would bring up
3: yeah and it definitely wasn't chauvinistic either like you of course have those few guys every now and then but most seem to to like squelch that pretty quickly, which I found really, really intriguing. Because usually when you stick a bunch of gaming guys in the room, it's like, "Huh, we got the dicks. We are in charge." <laughs> you know,
0: like cavemen. That's right. Yeah, it, it's it's mere moments before they're out on the table.
3: Yeah, you know, um, <laughs> and of course that's going to happen in certain ways. Um,
0: but yeah, sometimes they still have to come out every once in a while and flop around. Hey,
3: a good authoritative mushroom stamp. Is right. does the job okay just <laughs> straight to the forehead you know you let them know who's boss all That's right? right um you, you mean you, other gaming dads or who who's hey the stamp? hey however you want to visualize it okay just square just you know menzer
0: <laughs> just menzer <laughs> <laughs>
3: well speaking of you know i mean we're talking about mushroom stamps the biggest mushroom stamp of all on the internet was how did gaming dads come about you know, it just whipped out there like it was because like there's other guy groups out there. Yeah. Um. There's other. Th- there's hundreds of other groups, but the odd part of it is, Gaming Dad's has a a, a market kind of cornered, in a way. Mm. You know, like it's it's known for some things and it's good things. You know, it's known for a good community, active online play. You know, it kind of has a reputation to it. Um so where where did this start you know we've talked about where we're at and everything else but like where where did gaming dad start was it just like you're taking a poop and you're like reading the back of the shampoo and like <laughs> gaming dad's group would be
0: awesome like all great ideas
3: or was it like the lack of community for fathers in gaming you know and, and that just kind of spurred that on but what was it well that, that birthed this it was, it's a bit of a long story, but it's an interesting
2: one. And it's to do with the latter point you just asked. So, <clears throat> so I was living in Spain at the time because um, my wife was doing her languages degree. And um, I dropped out. We both started at the same time, but I had to drop out. because when we had our first and our second, they were both by a C-section. So when they came around, I just got way too behind. And I was like, right, we can't both deal with this. Um, cause she was in recovery. My wife was in recovery for a long sure. time and with her main languages, she could do a lot from home anyway. So she was fine. And so for those who aren't in the UK, when you do a, a degree at university, they tend to be typically four years long. The third year is called a sandwich year, which you spend either working in a relevant industry or, um, in her case, it was going to a, another university, And we could pick between France or Spain or any country which spoke their their languages. So we chose Spain and we move over there. And at this point, I was already at a stage where I didn't really have any friends online to play with. I mean, I did have them, but gradually they dropped off because having kids meant, you know, typically I had to go on a moment's notice. I couldn't commit to the countless hours on Call of Duty or um, raids on other games and things like that. So they were like, I'm sorry, mate, but you know, we need people who can commit. And I got that, you know, I understood it cause I was a part of that for a long time, but it got to a point where I didn't have anyone I could hook up with that understood it. So that was one factor. Second factor was that being in Spain on our own, not having anyone to game with in my downtime and having no friends or family around, I was lonely as hell and I was already in a mental state at the time where I was pretty depressed. Um, you know, I was being, I was on medication for depression and anxiety. And, um, but despite that, I was still an outgoing person. I liked interacting with people. Um, so I really felt a need to have some kind of community to engage with. And I was looking like in the year leading up to this, I was looking for groups on Facebook and I was never really happy with any of them. The one that I was in was just a general dad's group. That's where I spent most of my time. But it was, there was a lot of bravado, a lot of, a lot of toxicity. The moderators were doing a terrible job of keeping tabs on it. Um, despite that, it still managed to become pretty popular. I think I joined when it had about 7,000 members. It's probably got about 50, 60 now. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I wasn't really happy there. It was just the only option I had, the best one I'd found at the time. Sure. And I noticed that when it was, all kinds of topics went there, it was very off topic um, in general. Uh, but whenever gaming ones came up, they they didn't get much traction. So many polls were coming through that were far more popular to most of their um, community. They'd get a few comments here and there and just get buried really quickly. And they, they didn't have a gaming community for it. So I got to a point where I was like, well, I'm, I was almost at a point where I wanted to leave Facebook in general. If it weren't for community, um, if it wasn't for family and keeping in touch with them, I probably would have left it. But there was a post that came up by a guy who quickly became gaming dad's first meme, actually. And he basically <sighs> put up to paraphrase it. I can't remember exactly how he phrased it. He basically said he used to play games and then he became a father and stopped. And in his opinion, if you carried on gaming as a father, you were a bad one.
0: That's fighting words.
2: Yeah. And he made a second <laughs> point saying, or at the very least, it should take a back seat, which is standard. You know, we're all in agreement with that. You know, if you're not neglecting your kids and you're playing when they're in bed and all that kind of thing, it's fine. So I had a look on Facebook and I thought, like, there's got to be some kind of community that caters to this. And there were a few, but they were completely dead. Um, oh just no interaction moderators weren't doing much to stimulate things. And I thought there's the lacking here. I found one that was for parents in general. I found a page that was dedicated to mothers uh, specifically, but nothing for dads that was Mm. active and that had respect at its core, which is what I wanted. You know, I thought I'm too tired for all this bullshit. I'm too (sighs) tired for bickering about what system you want to play on. You know, I've got my own mental struggles going on and I, I, I didn't have anyone online where I could talk to people about that kind of thing. So I didn't have an outlet for my gaming. I didn't have an outlet for my mental health. I was alone in Spain. You know, when, when my wife went off to uni there, um, I took my son to a nursery. Um, and this was a good thing. You know, I got to spend a lot of time with daughter cause she was only about just about two and a half, and a half months old when we were there. My son was a year and a half. <clears throat> so that was one good thing that I got a lot of time with the kids but still, you know, the stress was there. It was lonely. I was getting more depressed. And then all the, it came to this point where I thought, right, let's I'll create it and just set the example that I have in mind. You know, I don't want to bicker. I just want people to get along. Is it possible? Honestly, I didn't think it was, but it was worth a shot. <laughs> and um, yeah, so I went to this post where this guy had called gaming dads, in general, bad fathers. And he had got hundreds of replies. This was probably their most active ever post on the topic. So I thought, right, fuck it. I'm going to make my own. And then I discovered a little glitch on Facebook at the time. Well, a bug at the time. Because if you message people, like send off a lot of messages out to people who aren't in your friends list, you'll get a temporary ban on Facebook. But I had an iPhone at the time and I used Messenger, the app, and I quickly discovered there was no limit. It wasn't detecting that I was sending all these oh. all spam essentially. So I managed to invite about three or 400 people and it took off really quickly. And a lot of the people were thanking me really off the bat messaging me saying, thank you. We've, we've, I've been looking for this. I'm surprised no one's done this. And I think that's why it took off so quickly because right from the start, I set out the rules that have changed over time, but the basics, the core of it all is still there about respect and i wanted people to be open i wanted them to think that this isn't just about the gaming and it's not just about fatherhood as well i want people to be able to express themselves and not worry about how people are going to react and that's why we've always been so zero tolerant towards people who do kind of piss on the parade because i'm like well if you're going to be like that get out you don't deserve a place here And that is why clay when you mentioned about having a reputation, that's where it came from because the community from the very early days, like the first days and weeks of it, that's what they loved about it that we were so on point about ensuring that that was protected because I knew when it was going well, I realized more and more how rare it was. I'd never come across anything like that online. I'm sure others do exist, but they're, they're rare and the members, um, that's how I got my mod team together first. David, you were one of them too, where people were saying, um, you know, if you want some help, i will glad to help. And for the most part, it was people who shared that vision and it just grew and grew from there. And that's what solidified it. The members and the community in general wanting to protect that because of how rare it is. That's why I phrase it to new people. When I'm inviting people to it: I'm like it's an online oasis away from all the bullshit the rest of the internet has. So, that's something I always wanted to do on a personal level too. I never knew what it would be, but even from a young age, I thought, I don't know what I want to be when I'm, when I'm older. I don't know what I want to achieve, but I do know that I want to leave my mark on the world in a way without wanting to sound like to my own horn too much. But I did. I just wanted to know that when I'm gone, I've created something that will stand the test of time and to have done that in this way that's given so many men out there, that platform to either come to us about games and have a good time, or to look for advice on something, even if they think it's a dumb question, they do that anywhere else online. Nine times out of ten, or ninety-nine out of a hundred, they're going to get so much shit for doing it. But here, sure, in the get in the GD community, it it rarely happens. And when it does, the members close that shit, bring it to our attention very quickly. So it makes moderating get quite not easy, but straightforward. You sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, I so do I yeah, do. I, so i'm it, very um, happy to
0: be a moderator. It
2: helped me Not just you know, I quickly had my, my ps friends list went from like 10 to 20 of people who I didn't really game with anymore to I've got well I've got about 100 or 200 now <laughs> So it's pr- exclusive. I know when I log on and go into a game i'm going to be able to find a gaming dad Who plays it? and That if that's i have awesome. to go for any reason for family, there's no problem there. So yeah it made my time there um in spain a lot easier because i knew that no matter how stressful it was and how depressed i was that i could escape with people who got it
0: what year was it Uh, was it 2015 March 2017 oh wow yeah so our fourth birthday is coming up look at that Mm. that's awesome well and so when i mean you said it kind of took off right away from the beginning you had like 300 members pretty much overnight but we hit a
2: thousand in the first week i think
0: oh that's awesome is that kind of like when was the moment that you thought or had was there a moment where you thought like oh hey this is this is a thing like i need to curate this now this is my this is my baby
2: well, that first week when we hit that thousand, I was like, wow, this is... Even at that point, I was still thinking we're probably going to hit a few thousand, then it'll plateau and kind of settle down. Right. Because even then, I just... Had, even though I knew it was doing well, I just didn't expect it to boom like it did. Um And that's when I started asking for help because one of the things I knew... Like, I was had in the back of my mind why these other gaming dad groups didn't work out so well. Like I said, the admins and moderators weren't interacting much. I made the effort. I had a lot of spare time to do this, um, you know, in and around parenting. Um, I would make sure I commented on every post that I approved, even if it was something I wasn't genuinely interested in. I was like, I need this conversation. I want these guys to know that they've got this community here and I want the conversation to really thrive. So I was trying to get that going. So when I took the team on, that's one of the first things I asked. I said, we need to keep the conversation going as much as possible. If this is going to keep growing, that's that's key. And it worked. Um, because like I said, even if it were posts that someone wasn't particularly interested in, there were plenty of other people who were, and yeah, so it got from 1000 got to five and then got to 10 and, but it wasn't just the numbers of people coming in. It was the activity levels as well that proved to me that it was going to be a success because you can have hundreds of thousands of members in a group. uh Right. And on the face of it, like, yay, it looks brilliant. But, I always question. I think, well, how many of those are active? How many are dud accounts? Where we were, sure. right. from the start, we were making sure as best we could to be sure from people's profiles and things that they were legitimately family men, you know, yeah, in one way or another. And <clears throat> so that meant when I was looking at the statistics and I was seeing the activity levels, it's never ever dropped below eighty percent. It's consistently between wow. eighty-five and ninety percent active members, which that means it's either people who are viewing posts commenting on them liking them and so on yeah so that's when i realized i was like this is something that's really going to be much bigger than i anticipated
0: yeah i I mean i just said that there are groups that i am a part of and because i i joined because a friend invited me and thought maybe it could help them out but i don't go there and i don't comment you know i have maybe one other community besides gaming dads which is for a very nerdy podcast that I listen to but um like I was on I was on gaming dads pretty much every day commenting or or even just liking stuff seeing what people are up to seeing what my friends had posted seeing if any of my gaming dad friends had accepted the invite um well before I got to be uh, a moderator for the page and you know now I'm on every day too but you know back then it was just like oh what are people up to and and I want to tell you that as of today right now so as of February 7th we have 29,995 members so we're just just (laughs) five members short of 30,000 right before the the fourth birthday there yeah that's pretty. That's pretty awesome to to stick around with a, an eighty percent um, active community of that size. It's pretty awesome.
1: I think it's worth. I think it's worth mentioning as well. Um, at this point, the the point of the, the the podcast is is here not just to serve the community but to serve the the people in general to try and at least get. The camaraderie and and the closeness and the togetherness of yeah what GD represents because bearing in mind as well like the website will be I'm hoping for the website to be officially GD.com. yeah I like that URL that's kind of like the brand the overall GD brand that we that we're trying to uh, build so the podcast will be the official you know it'll be the GD podcast but part part of officially GD so. Uh, so it's is is good it's worth mentioning as well that the, the the podcast is here not just i mean obviously it'll be mostly gaming dads but to to serve women of gaming dads so women who who understand that their partners are gamers or maybe women who don't understand that they're, why their partners are gamers maybe they can come to listen to a conversation of a, a bunch of dudes and get a bit of insight that way um yeah yeah the you know the the raffles that we're doing are aimed at their gd raffles so they're 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 gaming related raffles uh for again for families who may not be able to 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 afford a full console because hell knows there's a lot of families who can't right now but you know maybe a a two pound shot at a console at at good odds that's not bad you know and that's kind of what we're trying to we're trying to bring the website as well once it's once it's finalized and established but we we plan on having a section there specifically for the ladies for the so we try we're trying to have like a service to give a service as well to the dads out there that you know if they if their ladies say you know what do i know i don't know what to get you gaming related boom husband to say or you know they have often say go and look on gd there's a decent section there uh, and it will go through all these things that you can buy me. I trust them, there and that's kind go. of the kind of flavor that we want to have for the for the podcast as well, and for the raffles. So, whereas whereas the the gaming dads core community will always be the foundation, and and will always continue. Um, it's important for people to to understand as well that this this the whole officially officially GD brand isn't just for gaming dads well obviously that's going to be mainly the people there's going to be things there especially for for the wives and we you know we want to put stuff in as well to help our gaming dads out by giving them somewhere for their missus to to be able to be into browse and maybe understand understand their gaming their gaming fathers a little bit more
0: that's awesome yeah, and I think it's I think it's I think it's great to be able to have that kind of destination because I I, I will say you know I said before I was kind of worried that gaming dads was kind of a boys' club and it would be a bunch of toxicity and posturing and the the women aren't here so we can say what we want and, right? But I, I feel like it's it's you know I understand and I I appreciate having the space for us, but I also love the idea that it can expand and that transparency can be there and you know because it it, hopefully some someday there'll be you know gaming moms and there'll be gaming parents and there'll be gaming you know as many different things as as you can provide having having the space and having the the community where i feel like first and foremost there's like-minded i mean you know honestly they don't even have to be as like-minded we're just we have a, a commonality. We have a base that we all can kind of start from. Yeah. Um, that, you know, whether it's, oh my God, the kids or, this happened today, or hey guys, you gotta check out this proud dad moment, like this this just happened. That's uh, some
2: of the best content it gets, to be honest.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. The gaming stuff is is always good to see,
2: but it's um I feel that now it's reached a point where the gaming stuff supplements the rest. You know, it's it's much more about the parenting side of stuff. I mean, some of the stuff is some's heartbreaking, some's mm-hmm. hilarious. But the 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 sheer range of flavor it brings, that's why if if I you know if I hadn't found it and just found it as a regular member, I'd be there every day anyway, for that reason. You know, and seeing like the heartbreaking stuff, that especially when you see the community band together so quickly yeah. to help people, it's literally saved people's lives. I've counted, I think we're on the ones I've seen, about eight or nine times when guys have admitted said look i'm at rock bottom i'm considering suicide but and if you say that like I say, anywhere else online chances are people are like you're a horrible person how could you do that to your kids I'm like fair enough it's it's not a nice thing to do when you've got family but when you're in that state of mind you're not thinking straight you're wondering you know yeah. logic doesn't go hand in hand with a mind that is in that state So when it's, when I've seen people brought up and especially when they have follow-up posts down the line, when they said, look, six, 12 months ago, I posted this and I was at my worst position and now I'm in a much better place. It's beautiful to see, you know, whether they've lost kids or they've been in a breakup, lost their jobs, whatever it is. Um, seeing these people, all these men out there have been elevated because of it, that, you know, like when I said I wanted to create something in life that made a mark in the world, that is what makes me so proud. More than anything that it does that for people but the funny stuff too like you say when people say (laughs) my kids did this my son said that my daughter's done this it's
0: i think it's i think it's a a a place for connection and you know gaming i think is an easy um anonymous way sometimes to to have a friend to to talk to somebody who doesn't have to see you at work every day and they don't know about you know the time you shit your pants in elementary school unless you tell them <laughs> um and and so having having gaming as that sort of anonymous connection to start a real friendship and a real connection i mean i sent i sent care packages to a couple of buddies in australia because yeah. over the past 2 years i mean they've become two of my best friends to just chat with and and play games and sometimes even not often because we like to you know play games together sometimes there are times where we have been playing different games but we'll still get in a party and just shoot the bull while we're doing whatever we got no nah, i just got to do some daily challenges here well i'm on fallout so i'm going to do this for a while and you know so but to 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 have that have that connection and for some people it's connecting about the dad side like oh man I I feel you I've been there let me help and and while I have seen some comments in gaming dads over the the past couple of years that I've that I've been in it where you know somebody might say oh man you're 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 confessing weakness you don't, you don't deserve your man card or whatever. Straight out the door, man. There, yeah, they're, just a couple of days ago that happened. They usually, I usually see, I usually see Snow White saying goodbye not long after that.
2: So <laughs> the goodbye kiss. <laughs> but again, they all o- they always have comments from members like Sarah just saying we don't do that here.
0: Yeah, and 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 the the nine out of ten, you know, the first the, and not even I would say the first the first twenty nine out of thirty oh. comments are going to be people who say man we're here for you like whatever you need what games do you play i'm on at this time of day this is my time zone like we're we are here can we start a GoFundMe me for this person like the 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 care and the attention when a man asks for help is very very rare or, or maybe not rare but it's not curated by male groups and i think i think men in general don't don't curate a sense of vulnerability and and yeah. wanting to help but we're all humans on a on a rock that is literally hurling through space at thousands of miles an hour. I don't think any of us know what we're doing. And if I feel the need to be like today I'm sad and like today I need reassurance and to know that there are other men there who are like bro we got you and then they'll still bust my balls when they know that I'm back to full form, <laughs> you know. That's that's rare and it's it's something that, you know, I get a lot of enjoyment out of I get a lot of enjoyment out of being that person who says you know thank you so much for sharing these feelings whatever I can do to help you know if it's if it's if it's thoughts and prayers I'll do my best if it's you know do you want to ride in the posse tonight on Red Dead yeah you know I'm there it's and sometimes it's literally just somebody clicking the care emoji and saying I feel you and that's all they need. Some of the best conversations
2: I've had with members actually were literally I had a plan on Red Dead to go and do all these challenges and shit. And then someone's come on, started a party chat with them, expecting just to have general gaming. And they opened up to me about something like, right, okay, stop what we're doing, set up a campfire, <laughs> right? And yeah, there's been times when I've been chatting to people for two or three hours, literally just with our characters sat around the campfire. Love it. So it's a good scene. To, uh, I love Red Dead. That's, that's one of the things I use it for. If I just want to chill out, I'll just go on my own, go hunting. If someone needs help with me. I'm like, all right, just get in a party chat. Uh,
0: like, oh. Ignore yeah. Crips. He's a dick. <laughs> Crips is a total dick. <laughs> <laughs> he does, This man has never been a dad, I assume. <laughs> I hope he not. Doesn't, he doesn't understand <laughs> the struggle. Oh, you're back. Shut your fucking face. <laughs> I, was <here. laughs> I was here yesterday and I needed a shave. Are you going to shave me? No. I got a little <laughs> shaving stand right there in my camp, but can I use it? No. Thanks, Rockstar. God, I'm so angry. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, I don't know. From from the bottom of my heart, thanks for Gaming Dads. Thanks for letting yeah. me be, you yeah. know, kind of a bigger part of it because I, you know, I'm I'm I love being whatever kind of force behind it, under it wind beneath the wings old guy pulling the trolley from the front like whatever i can be i'm i love being a part of it so
2: well you're more than welcome man. and i'll say this to everyone um it sounds a bit cliche but i've always meant it from the start i may have founded it yeah but i i don't it's humbled me it feels like it's something bigger than me um but you know because of all the positive things we've just discussed it's it's like a family you know um I'm closer to a lot of people on it than I am to some members of my own family, you know, who I rarely speak to. A lot of them, um, those people yeah. I speak to on a daily basis who have people I've met through that. Yeah, I, I, I feel that, too.
3: Well, it's been good, guys. This is a really good conversation. So you guys know where to find us. Um, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, you know where to get a hold of us um leave us a review let us know how we're doing um because honestly we're loving it you know uh this is still early phases of everything we're wanting to do but man it's it's been awesome so yeah leave a comment if you have questions uh find us in the gaming downs we'd love to hear from you no matter what um if you're a part of the community or not we want to hear from you um so yeah it's been a good show guys yeah go game yeah Yeah. Yeah.
0: Thank you all for listening to the GD Podcast. Please like, subscribe, and follow Gaming Dads on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. You can reach the show at hashtag GDPodcast or GamingDadsPod at gmail.com. For more information... Dad, are you recording? God damn it!